Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Welcome to the Will Within Podcast. This is your home for shared stories of hope, perseverance, will, and inspiration. Join us today as we share another story that brings to life the underlying beat of our lives. Consider us your virtual friends. Let's get inspired. Welcome to the Will Within Podcast, and I'm your host, Regina Pontus. Today, I'm excited to announce that we've gotten some wonderful feedback regarding the Will Within, the original podcast. So I've extended our Will Within podcast to now include shows once a month that will be focusing on The Chosen, which is a multi-season, very exceptional story based on Jesus Christ, but is seen through the eyes of the apostles. So we're going to be calling this the Will Within Chosen edition. I'm excited to say that we have as a first guest two wonderful women who created a fan page for Jonathan Rumi, who is Jesus Christ in the show. And it's Ornella Fava, and she runs the Jonathan Rumi fan page on Facebook. And the moderator for the show is Anusha Jebanasam. They are two exceptional women. What a fun time it was to talk to them. So we're going to be talking to them because Anusha is in Australia, while Ornella is in Rhode Island. So it's great because it has 24-hour coverage. They also have extended it to include what Jonathan Rumi first did back in the beginning of COVID, where he prayed the Divine Mercy and the Rosary. And so they've extended that. They have over 50,000 people on the Facebook page alone. They'll talk about some different elements of how it got started and where they perceive it going. And I'd love to talk to people of all different kinds of faiths and what the story and the show has meant to them, the character creations and the storylines. This is going to be a wonderful addition to supplement the show, and people can chat about it while waiting for a new season to begin. Because the last of season three will be February 7th, and then we'll have to wait until the end of this year to be able to get season four. So this will be a good supplement until then. So without any further ado, my conversation with Ornella and Anusha. Enjoy. Well, Ornella and Anusha, thank you so very much 
so excited to get the opportunity to talk to you and to talk about the page that you created and what you guys are doing all over the world. You, Anusha, are in Australia, and my friend over here, Anella, is in the next town over in Rhode Island. So I'd love to hear how you guys came together and how you're doing with the page. So thank you for being here. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Anella, yeah, you no, go th- first. Sure. Thank you. Uh, thank you for uh, giving us this opportunity to talk about this. It's, it's a very unique thing and uh, unusual. So we kind of have COVID to thank because everything started with uh, The Chosen 2020. I discovered The Chosen during Easter time of 2020. So we were already locked out. So when my husband and I watched The Chosen, we liked it. And then we found out that the actor who played Jesus was Catholic. Because, you know, we're Catholic. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, so I started to to look into trying to get more information about Jonathan Rumi because I really love the way he was portraying Jesus, so relatable and so kind and everything. So I found him online. He was praying live, Divine Mercy Chapel in the afternoon, and then a rosary at night on Instagram and Facebook. So I started to follow him. The more I followed him, the more... I liked them even more and more because I was also learning so much more about my own faith. I was not really interested before in praying the rosary. For me, it was more like, ah, it's long. I don't get anything out of it. Uh, I just had some, some kind of a rejection for the rosary. Mm-hmm. So, but because Jonathan was praying that I will make the sacrifice, uh, in quotes to pray the rosary. And after a month, yeah, after a month, a month and a half, I started to pray the rosary too at home and it became a daily routine. And, you know, we pray the rosary in Divine Mercy Chaplain with, with my family. We pray every day together with my son as well. And one day in July, I decided to, I'm like, you know, Jonathan Rumi, he seems like a nice guy. He's very humble. He's an actor, but I never seen an actor being so open about his faith. I'm like, how about I, I, I create a fan page for him? So that's how the idea came. Just one day out of nowhere, I said, I want to do a fan page for Jonathan Rumi. And I did on Facebook. And first it started as a regular fan page, just sharing his work, old videos that he has done, other movies, other projects. And then in August, that's how I met uh, online. I met Anusha because every time that Jonathan would pray online, everybody would comment. And I remember seeing Anusha's name in the comments quite often. So I was trying to invite people to come and join the page, people who were also fans of Jonathan Rumi. And uh, it took a few tries to get Anusha to join the page on Facebook. I thought you were going to tell Regina that you thought I was a nun. <laughs> I, and for a second, I was like, maybe she's a nun. Like, I don't, I've seen a picture. I had seen a picture of her and uh, came to find out it was for a play, right? Yeah. So anyway, so I invited her to join the page. And finally, one day, she came and joined the page. And then she contacted me because she wanted to do a prayer hour. I think it was a Divine Mercy Novena. Yeah, yeah. 
because Jonathan was doing an event in August of 2020 with Father James Martin, and he's a very controversial person, and a lot of people were not happy about that, and there were nasty comments on uh, Jonathan's post. So we wanted to do a novena for him, uh, you know, for safe travels, for everything to go well. And that's how we met. So she contacted me on Messenger. We started talking, and then we prayed together for nine days. And uh, after a few days after that, we, we would talk, FaceTime often. And I just had this connection with her. I felt uh, I felt very comfortable from the beginning, and uh, the page was growing. And then I asked her a few, I think a few weeks after, if she would help me with the page to be a moderator on the page. And it worked out perfectly because during the day, I'm, I'm awake so I can, I can manage the page. And then when I go to sleep, it's daytime for her. So it's a 24 hour coverage of the page. And that's how we met. And then, uh, yeah, that's, uh, here we are today in, uh, 2022. And, uh, then it's we amazing. met in person. We met in person. Oh, another thing that I wanted to say. So after we prayed for the nine days, uh, we did not have prayer times every day. And then I think it was in October that it just hit me. Good day. It was, yeah, wasn't it? We had done, yeah, we had done a spiritual bouquet for Jonathan and the Chosen because they were filming season two in October, November, something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was, uh, and, it was just coming out of the pandemic at that time for Jonathan and. Yeah. Yeah. So it was I the was like, October. yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm like, we should have prayer hours every day because by then he was not praying live every day anymore. When he was getting busier with work, oh, and I'm yeah. like, we should we should continue what he started. And after all, it's the Jonathan Rumi fan page. Okay. So that's when the shift started to happen. So it went from a regular fan page to a more faith based prayer community. And we haven't stopped since then. We have gone live every day. There are different people. Anusha goes live every day. I get to go once a week. And there are other people that also pray. And every day the schedule is posted. So everybody can see, okay, somebody's on at 1 p.m. I can make that. Mm -hmm. uh, another person is on at 8 p.m. I, I can definitely make that. So there is um there is something for everyone out there. I'm yeah. going to ask you to take a step back for just a second. Tell me your um, religious upbringing or how involved you were in your religion until you started this. Like you said, you started watching The Chosen and then you started getting involved in what Jonathan was doing. So give me a little bit of your background so I can understand exactly. Uh, sure. Okay. So I grew up Catholic. Uh, I got all my sacraments in my 20s. I wasn't always into, like, I always did my prayers. I always believed, but I wasn't really someone who really loved to go to church, for example. I didn't, I, I wasn't really into it. I was very spiritually immature. But then when I met my husband, my husband, he's also Catholic. And in 2014, he became part of the men of St. Joseph of our parish, which is a group of men who meet once a week. 
they read scripture, they talk about things, they're also involved with the community. And he started to learn more and more and more. They also do a lot of apologetics, which I would love to learn more to defend our Catholic faith, because sometimes I don't even know, like, why is this and why is that? So also thanks to him that I'm learning more and more about my own faith, but I was always a believer. I always did. I always prayed. But the rosary was not something that I was interested in. Uh, My husband got me to do the Divine Mercy Chapel. I'm like, okay, that's easy enough. It's short. I can do it. But now it's like the line from the chosen, I was one way and I'm completely different. That can really apply to everyone. And for me, it was the same thing because now, not only, yes, I I pray more. I know the litanies, the novenas, the rosary that I pray every day. I don't know. It's just different. Even with stress, even with uh, uh, when you are disappointed in people, before I used to be more angry and disappointed and anxious about things and people. Now I'm learning to deal with that kind of stuff in a better way, in a healthier way, and kind of just pray for the uh, for things to get better, but also to kind of thinking about, you know, all that matters to me is that God, God's approval. I don't care about people's approval. It's up to him. I'm going to surrender to him. He's going to take care of this. It's not always easy, but... It's a big change from two and a half years ago to now. I was going to say, it's so much better. To deal with. Yeah, what, what got us to get back was because of the way we were locked in, it was the chosen that actually brought us all together. In one way. Right. And I'm, I love the fact that you utilize Facebook because social media can be used for such negativity. And mm-hmm. these are the few instances that it was just a beautiful expression that you were able to carry on from what Jonathan has done. I didn't even know he was doing that. Until one yeah. day I came across you, I was like, what is this? And uh, <laughs> that was about 2021, I think. And then oh, after wow. that, I started seeing both of you pray and stuff. So it's been a wonderful outlet because mm-hmm. I'm basically homebound with my physical limitations and of being able to pray with both you and you guys and Hal. That's another mm-hmm. resource. That you don't feel yeah. as as an instance for people who are alone and lonely, you don't feel that way. You start to recognize, as you said, you see people's names continually yeah. and they pray for each other. Right. It's been a wonderful outlet that you two are providing for so many. Like how many people it's, are on your, that are moderators and facilitators for the prayers? Uh, so you mean for prayer leaders? Yeah. Yeah. I think we have, what is it? 18? Is it 18? Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, it's, I bet. yeah, yeah. And we're not just most of us are Catholic. Fully. Yeah, most of us are Catholic, but we do have some non-Catholic. That, that I love also, too. I love that. Yeah. Before, I never really understood or noticed Protestants against, not against, like Protestants and all the other different uh, denominations. Uh, but now I have learned a little bit about where they come from, what what they stand for. But it was also sad to see that there is still so much misunderstanding and sometimes hate from non-Catholics, the way they attack us. That's not very Christian to do. And I just love how Jonathan used to be 
so open to everyone. Uh, he used to say all the time, you know, everybody's welcome to pray with me, to pray with us, this community. I'm like, and he was like, these, these prayers might come in a Catholic container, but they are for everyone. Mm-hmm. Take what you need. But he never, ever compromised on his prayers. You know what I mean? That it was still a divine mercy chaplet. It was still a rosary. But he he prayed it for everyone. Whoever whoever was open to that was more than welcome to stay and benefit from the prayers. That's right. His sense of humility just manifested right right through right through the screen. You can see it. As a matter of fact, in this episode three that we just saw, I don't mean to get off an adventure about the chosen people, but I want to talk about this one scene. When he turned around and they were thrown off the cliff, that one right before he said, you know, not today. You could see the look that, that manifests itself like Robert Powell or Jim Caviezel. I saw the same kind of look all three of them have. You know that there are certain instances that when they're playing Jesus, you know that the, the Holy Spirit manifests through them. Absolutely. You know and that was one of the instances that was, it was so powerful to see. So, Anusha, we're going to switch gears for a second. Tell me about sure. your story and how you got to be chosen in the Jonathan Louis fan page. Okay, yes, <laughs> I haven't thought about it for a while. Um, I had my friend, this is back actually in um, 2019 sometime, probably late 2019, a, a really good friend of mine, a former student of mine actually, um, sent me a link and said on Facebook and said, you've got to watch this show. You've just got to watch this show. And at that time they were asking for investors and I just thought, you know, anytime Facebook asks for money, I think, what? You know, mm-hmm. got a chance. Can I ask you a question? I don't mean to interrupt. Can you tell me about your upbringing as well? And then we'll go into how. Oh, sure. Okay, sure. So, um, I'm, um, the eldest of three kids. I have two brothers, uh, one of whom passed away in 2012. I've been, I'm a bit of a cradle Catholic. I suppose for me, my main access to my faith was through singing and my choir with my grandmother from the time I was about seven years old. Uh, I was born in the UK. So I, I connected with my, my family probably more deeply when I was about seven years old. So we moved back to Sri Lanka. And singing and choir have always been a part of that journey for me. And that was the main touchstone of my faith for a long time. Um, I didn't pray the rosary probably till I was maybe 16 in, in my life. And then, and it was on and off. It took, um, when I was in my early 20s, I uh, joined a Marian prayer group. I was invited by uh, one of my friends from church to join a Marian prayer group. And uh, that helped my devotion to the rosary, I might say, but it was always very sporadic. And fast forward all these years, never really having any steady faith, you might say, maybe just coming together only for, you might say, praying and um, having that devotion to the rosary, only coming to the forefront in times of crisis and trouble. But it, it, in, in March of 2020, finally, so when my friend Jess actually said to me, oh, you got to watch this show. And I didn't actually watch it. And then we went into lockdown. We went into lockdown and I watched The Chosen in Holy Week of March of, of uh, 2020. And in that time, um, I remember I had two attempts. I couldn't get through the first episode. It was pretty hard watching me. <laughs> um, and um, that was all very dark for me. And I just didn't like the, the, the vibe that I got from the, from the show in the, in, the early, in the early stages. But then I started watching it again. And was in tears i'd watched the whole thing and i was in i just broke down and i broke down and i broke down again and again 
And then I went on the lookout for anything to do with the act, like John, like uh, like Ornella, you know, went looking to see what what was there, who is this person, who is this guy? And of course, Jonathan was the main uh, point of access towards the opinion. And I found him on Facebook, then I found him on Instagram. And at the time, I think he had only started praying. I don't know if he was doing it on Facebook first and then Instagram, but he, I saw him advertising that he was going to be on Instagram. And I remembered that I had an Instagram account. When it reactivated that, Jebba Girl. Um, and it could have been, I had two accounts, and the other one was called Library Chick 1972 or something. And it could have been that. That could have been my handle, not Jebba Girl. But Jebba Girl was the one that I picked and started following Jonathan Remy. Getting it and then working out it took me forever to work out the time difference with America. It took that it took a while even after Ornella and I connected <laughs> and she would at the very early day say Anisha, you got the wrong time. Your advertisement is happening in effect. You got the wrong time. It's the longest. That was like my baptism of fire, uh, learning the time zone. But um, yeah, and then I just started um, in the pandemic. It was the start of the pandemic. I remember. We were in lockdown and I was classified as an essential worker. So I had to go into my job every day and everything was uh, like the streets were all empty. Um, public transport was empty. And I would, the prayer hours, the Instagram divine message chapter became part of my routine going into work when praying with Jonathan and listening to him. And it took me for a while before I actually put my first comment even up there. And then one day he said, Hey, Jibba girl. And I just thought, <laughs> Oh, okay. So this is how Instagram works, you know. And um, uh, so that was nice. That was a lovely day. And I and I think Onella would also testify and just give testament to the fact that that was a good day when you said, "Hey, Onella," like she knew who she was and oh, actually, the first, and, um, the first time that he addressed me, he was talking about the Shroud of Turin on Instagram. Yeah. And I remember asking him in the comments, I'm like, have you ever been to Italy? And he actually answered that question. He goes, no, or no, I've never been. And I was like, to my husband, I was like, oh my gosh, he said my name. <laughs> I remember we were having dinner. I think it was dinner time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he said my name. And my husband yeah, yeah, was like, yeah. rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember recently. But it was like. But this was also at a time that he was. I think. I think that what was lovely about it was this is before he became. He became Jonathan famous, Jonathan Remy famous now. So, yeah. so at the time it was. Um, but I think also, I mean, for me, the time my my comment to him was asking him. So, we ended up doing the chapter. The chapter became about praying for people who are dealing with anxiety and depression, especially during this time of uncertainty and. What came out of it was that he also was praying it for himself as a way of him managing his anxiety and maybe even whatever he was feeling and going through during the pandemic himself and just feeling that sense of, yeah, connectedness. And so he got to know like Onela and I and a few of us quite well in in the sense of because we showed up regularly. Tell me about, uh, you told me about the development of the page and tell me how it's going now and how many people are on it. And what do you foresee with Instagram and the other social media sites? Where else do you want that you? Are uh, well, yes. Yeah, so we are on Facebook. Um, there are almost fifty-one thousand members oh. on Facebook, and, and the uh, there are Rumi fan page. Sorry, what's the title of it? Yeah, it's the Jonathan Rumi fan page. Okay. 
that's what it's called. And uh, like I said, 51,000 members, there are people, the prayer leaders that also go live from the Facebook page. And that's a private group. That means that it's not available to everyone. It cannot be seen by everyone. In order to see posts, to join those prayer hours, people have to become members. And a lot of people like that because there is that privacy mm-hmm. and it makes it a really safe place. Right. And then a few months after I created the Jonathan Rumi fan page on Facebook, I think it was September, Anusha suggested you should create the Instagram page because I had tried to get Jonathan to join the Facebook page and he had said that somehow he was not able to join the page. Like Facebook was not allowing him to join the page. Uh, maybe it was a setting that I had. I'm not sure. But he he wasn't able to. How did so you then, find out about the page? Well, because in, in uh, July of 2020, when I created it, in one of his posts, I commented asking people, Oh, if you if if you guys are fans of Jonathan Rumi, um, there were, I created a Jonathan Rumi fan page on Facebook, and I used to put the link. And he read the message, and he liked it, and he gave me a bunch of uh, of uh, emoticons like a heart and a prayer yeah. hands. So that's how we knew. Nice. And then in September, I opened the uh, Jonathan Rumi fan page on Instagram. <laughs> And I still remember I was teaching from home because I have a full-time job. You know, I, I, I teach in high school and we were teaching from home. And I remember getting a notification on my phone saying, Jonathan Rumi's following the Jonathan Rumi fan page. I was like, what? I'm like, no, it can't be. Like, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and it was him who was following the page. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, it wasn't yeah. just an excuse. Like, no, I'm not, I can't, I can't connect to your page. He actually, he actually meant it that he could, if he could, he would have followed it. And he proved that when he followed the Jonathan Reen fan page on Instagram. And the beauty of it is that I, yeah, I like, I I had not even asked him. Yeah. But I think one of the reasons. Yeah, I was going to say one of the reasons why Ornella also, we came out out of a conversation that she and I were having about Facebook and some of the postings that we were seeing coming up on the Johnson Refine page, Facebook page, the people, things that they wanted to post and the, the moderation of content and not that we're censoring or filtering, but because it's a Catholic page, because it's, it's like a Catholic container, if you like, but mm. containing, but then welcome to every all, all prayers are prayed in that catholic context if you like but then it's open to every single denomination every single person and we found that so i one of the reasons why the instagram page came up as well was because i said to Ornella, i think i remember at the time that it means that she can mod, she can control the content that goes on and it curse they alone and then people can comment and add what they want to uh-huh. but essentially she's the one in control of it and in charge of it and so it can be whatever she chooses to make it. On, I can honestly tell you that she hasn't skipped a beat. In, in I've been proud of every single uh, Instagram Jobs Review Fan page post that has ever appeared on that page. You know, so it's that's the other thing about the, the you're talking you asking about the different social media platforms and different things. That's yeah. one of the benefits of Instagram is that is that even um, there's also a the 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 the, the smallest um, 
court of heathering, if you like, that Jonathan actually gets to, he gets, we know, Ornella can tell when he has seen something and when he has seen a post or when he's, so he's able to sort of, he knows what we're doing on the page. He knows what Ornella is doing and the kind right. of post and the fact that it's, it's kept, uh, it's ecumenical in spirit, but it's Catholic at the end of right. the day, you know, and welcoming of everyone. Right. And, yeah. At the um, end of the day, this is this is pretty much the 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 basic. It is it is Catholic because I'm Catholic. Jonathan is Catholic. So since this is a page dedicated to him, it it really you know we want to make sure that we get his word out, his work out. Mm-hmm. We convey his message, but we're not. We're also open to other prayers. As long as they don't contradict, 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 yeah, a Catholic faith, then it's all good. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like, oh, if it's not Catholic, I'm not, I'm not going to right. post it. No, that's not yeah. the case. Yeah, but it's only if it contradicts the Catholic faith, and then it's not okay. Yeah, why would and I, I think, post something like that? Yeah, you know? yeah. I think also it's really important to mention that um, one of the things that Ornella does quite frequently on the John Jeremy fan page on in, on Facebook. Is that she needs she okay will occasionally have to say to people to ask people to be disres- to be respectful because even though we have we have very strict rules for people coming into the page and that not strict in the sense that we don't want people to come and be instigators yeah, from within right. you know like a tro- like yeah. as if we were a Trojan horse of sorts you know yeah, so right. um and and um and coming in and and deliberately stirring trouble and putting um anti um just it doesn't. You you think almost it doesn't doesn't matter what religion it is. You, you still need to be respectful. You know, you still need uh-huh. to be respectful on every level. So it it has. There, there have been many times where Ornella and I have had to block comments from people because they can be um, hateful. They can be uh-huh. in not in the spirit of the page at all. You know, and there's a protectiveness of that, and we pray for that page daily. You know, and we. Uh, I think Ornella has consecrated the page at some point. I've consecrated mm-hmm. the page at some point to St. Joseph for that spiritual protection of it because mm-hmm. it is a very safe prayer space. You know, um, it's a gathering point for many who feel like it's the end of the road when it comes to their prayer intentions. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how a lot of times Jonathan doesn't even get like he, like he's there. He's always in the background. He's always, you know, there as an intention, as a permanent intention, but I think he would be very proud of the work that Ornella has done for the Johnson Me fan page and Facebook in creating this faith community in so, you honor know what of I was him. Say, he has must have so much faith in you, Ornella. It's really <laughs> a nice thing to see. It's beautiful to see that he yeah. trusts somebody that was so involved at the very beginning when he started this online practice. Like I said, I didn't know he was doing it online. I wasn't until uh-huh. a year later, but when you got right in on the ground floor. He just saw the earnestness of what you were trying to do. And he's a very humble man. So yeah. it's so nice to see the both of you connect. That you yeah, plans. we did. And I, I was so I was so blessed when he actually accepted my invitation to come and pray on the page. Uh it took six months. <laughs> it took a long time. But in June of the end of June of uh last 2021. year, twenty twenty one. I remember it was like 10.30 p.m. And he writes a message under the daily schedule that I post of all the prayers. He goes, oh, it looks like there is an opening for 3 p.m. How about I come and pray with you? Cool. What? 
You're only telling me like the so night cool. before. <laughs> That's great. That's so I I was freaking out because I thought I was going to know a few days before. Yeah. So I could first I could mentally prepare myself and I was like, you know, what questions do I wanna ask? Right. Uh we were gonna pray at Divine Mercy Chaplet and but it was so fast and I was almost going into a panic thing and then at midnight Anush and I we prayed at Divine Mercy Chapel like we did FaceTime and at midnight my time we prayed at Divine Mercy Chapel I think that night I went to bed like a 1 a.m which is very rare <laughs> I was so nervous tell me how you guys went to the uh, Sermon on the Mount it was Sermon on the Mount that you went to right or was it the feeding yeah. of the 5,000 no no we went to the feeding of the 5,000 oh okay sorry about that yeah. And uh, yeah, Anusha knew Anusha knew she was going for months. You I didn't know George, until three right, days. Anusha? Yeah, you know sorry, was with George. Do you know the guy who plays George? Is that how you? Yeah, no, that was yeah. actually that was a beautiful laying up as well because Ornella had him come and pray, not come and pray, come and have a chat on, as an interview yeah. on the face and on the face on her um, Instagram page. Instagram. And um, she invited me on because I said oh, I would love I'd love to meet him because he's from Sydney as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think he was a little bit trepidatious and he originally said, Oh, I've only got a little bit of time and then he stayed on, didn't he? And he was happy to chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I remember that. Yeah. But um but I think he realized I wasn't some kind of stalker chick and that I was reasonably yeah. safe. Right. And um <laughs> and so he almost immediately after we finished the prayer time the, the prayer time, um, the interview, we um uh, almost immediately after that, he started following me, and I was—I I mean, I was always following him, of course. But um, we we ended up meeting up, and then this is before he went off to do the filming for. No, that's right. Fourth season. I'm—I'm I'm sure my timeline is so off, but it was—it was last year sometime. We did, and then that was also a very quick catch up. That was a very quick catch up, but it was nice, and we got—I like I was—I knew time was short, so I, I just asked him a few questions about faith and acting and stuff like that and it was good and then he was very kind he met up with me again uh one more time before he took off to film season three and while we were chatting we went for well while we were chatting in the pub he said i said you know there's a very strong possibility i'm coming over there he said oh i'll make sure that you meet you know everybody and you know i'll show mm-hmm. you around and get you backstage and i said oh okay that's that's fantastic and uh and then i left it and then in may of 20 of this year just before heading on over to the, the states i got covid oh. and um i was so did i in may yeah that's the right. second time yeah yeah i remember that um while i was in lockdown and feeling very sorry for myself and everything like that i think and i uh, i just i remember i remember just Thinking, oh, I just tell. I didn't tell him. Thinking, should I tell George that I'm, you know, all of this? And so, no, no, don't say anything. Eventually, what happened was, I asked him. I said, I asked him the question. That's right. I had asked him about a couple of weeks earlier. I had said, Do, would you like me to bring anything for you? And he didn't see that message for a good two and a half weeks. And he mm-hmm. saw it finally the week before I was coming, like just a wow. few days before I was about to take off. Um, so after I got over COVID and everything. And he said, do you think you could bring some Tim Tams and biscuits for the Australian biscuits for the, for the cast? And I said, sure. I said, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, that's like a cast of a thousand as well. Like, what am I going to do here? And I said, okay, no worries. And I went off and I bought like 
a lot of packets. I even got a bigger suitcase for the whole thing. And and packed and all she had a cooler too. I, I just had a cooler. <laughs> I've what are you claiming, man? Oh, I don't know, pastry. I'm claiming pastry. <laughs> but I think that he was. I think. I think. Um, Tintas are chocolate covered biscuits. Chocolate They're biscuits good. covered in chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the thing I was going to say was that I I messaged him to say, okay, so I've got all these biscuits I'm bringing for you now, and then as an offshoot of that, he asked me if I had a VIP to come, and I was on set a pass. And then the conversation led to Ornella, and then eventually he, he, and then through that he extended an invitation to Ornella and said, "Tell her to come. I'll get her. The, I'll get her on." Set. I was not Tell supposed to, to go. I know. I wasn't going to go. He didn't have a costume. He was I even going to set her up with a costume. I'm sorry. I what did you have? Twenty-four hours. Yes, yeah, I. It was I easier for I'm, her. So uh, the 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 feeding of the five thousand happened on a Tuesday. And I think I Anusha started to mention this VIP thing the Wednesday before. Okay. And I was like, you know, like, you can come too. And I'm like, but I don't have a costume. And she was like, no, you don't have to. Or George can set you up with a costume. I'm like, but I don't, like, I don't care about the costume. Like, I really would love to meet Jonathan. Like, I've been following this guy for two years now. Yeah. Like, I really don't care about being an extra. And, uh, but I was like, but I don't know, I have work, and then my husband, my son, I can't just take off and go. Well, guess what? Then on Thursday, I received the VIP from the Chosen. I'm like, this is real. Yeah. I'm like, there was a barcode, and he said VIP, and he had the date of the feeding of the 5,000. So I had to have a conversation with my husband and my, you know, my family. And I'm like, look, this is happening. It's a very rare opportunity. I'm very invested in the children. I love it, this and that. So they all agreed. Go. I was so nervous. And it was not easy because I had to have um what a PCR because yeah. I had COVID in May. Guess what? I got my PCR on a Saturday morning at my doctor's office. I could get results in 45 minutes. I'm like, great, perfect. I don't even have to wait days. So, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm like, this is really going to happen. And I already had my ticket, my flight, and it came back positive. I was like, what? They say, yeah, you still, you still no. tested positive for COVID. I was like, so in the car, I was devastated. I was crying. And I was like, God, why is this happening? You don't want me to go, do you? I was so upset. So I go home. And I cancel everything. And then she calls me, Regina. Yeah. And she's like, why did you cancel everything? I'm like, Anusha, you're going to meet Jonathan. I'm happy for you, but you're going to have to do this on your own. I, I, I resulted positive for COVID. I can't go. Yeah. So then she said, all you need is a doctor's note to say that even though you're still testing positive, you're not contagious. Because it's a thing. It's real. You're not contagious anymore. Right. So the doctor's office was closing at noon. So first of all, I, I get on the phone again with the doctor's secretary. I need this, this, and that. I need a, I need a copy. I need, I need the doctor to write me a note. Can you please email it to me so I don't have to come to the office to get it? And they were excellent. They were wonderful. They emailed me everything within like 
a minute. And then I realized, oh, but I need a copy of a copy of the results, not just the letter. Anyway, it was just crazy. It was so stressful. When did you get on the plane? So, so I got on the plane on a Monday afternoon. Monday. I went oh to God. work. Oh I went to work on Monday. I took. I had a plane at two thirty in the afternoon. I arrived in Texas. Oh my gosh! I think it was like ten thirty p.m. Because then there was another person. I don't know if you know Cynthia. No. Uh, anyway, she's also part of the page. She lives fifteen minutes away from me. I don't even know that she's leaving in the same day because she was also going to Texas. Okay. We meet at the airport. Wow. Okay. But she's going with American Airlines. I'm going with, I don't even know, Delta. I don't remember. Different plane. But we arrive in Texas pretty much 20 minutes apart. So I'm going with her. We rent a car. and We drive to the hotel. It's like 10.30 p.m. That's when I meet. Amusha in person oh, for the first time. That's so cool. It was her. Oh, it was, I still have a video. Yeah. I have a video where we met. Very, very emotional. I did not expect to cry like that. It was her and Dawn. She was also there. But that that was beautiful. And so then the next. Pray with today. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Cool. And then uh, we had to go on Tuesday. Uh, we got there. I think it was like nine thirty. Maybe yeah, ten. there's also a little bit of the stress because we didn't know how the whole VIP thing was going to work and how we were going to mm-hmm. get taken. And like I'd been in touch with the chosen people. And so they did their best to explain to us that everyone was going to be together. And then when we, it was only when we got to the set that we would split up. So Onella and I went in one direction and then these guys went the rest, in another direction. Yeah. The rest went with the, yeah. Uh, but we were in this, this cooling tent for most of the day and then uh, it literally felt like we were being taken out into the field in a, um, like as if we were going into battle because it was that, that was the vibe. Like everyone was marching onto this in the heat, yeah. in the, in, in, in it the, it was very hot. It was very hot and uncomfortable. You didn't want to drink any water because then you need to go to the bathroom, you need to go to the restroom. And that, that was not, that was not a good thing if you could avoid it. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was an every way. It was a, that became a bit of a pilgrimage from that point on because right. we had to really just endure it and endure the heat. And um, Ornella, I think, actually was in a better position because she was able to stand a little bit away and watch almost from behind where the actors were doing their stuff and watch the filming. I was, actually, got... I was actually on the side where all the actors were. Yeah. That's where yeah. they told me to stand. Oh, I yeah. asked. So, um, oh. Yeah, but the rest of us were like, scattered it was like we were in the field yeah. and we got scattered into different places and we were sitting on the ground and pouring water bottles of water on us and uh i didn't have an umbrella um when did you get to meet jonathan and george so oh, oh so we, we did that just before yeah. so that happened just and that was all very rushed because we were waiting all morning and then because of the heat the schedule for the filming changed and on a, uh, uh, george told us later after the fact that orella and i were supposed to go and be with them for lunch and see the set a little bit afterwards but none of that could happen because they had to then cut everything down. And so uh, there was a window of about 20 minutes and he called me. I remember he FaceTimed me and he said, okay, you, got, you there's a golf cart coming. You need to get on this golf cart. And all that, and I just grabbed everything and just went. We actually just sound and like Laurel and Hardy. You sound yeah, like it was, Hardy. it was. And even the way that that, that that golf cart was driving as well was very precarious, Bumpy. you might say. Yeah. But we... In the middle of all of that, George tells me, just as we're about to get on the bu- on the buggy, he says, you know, um, Paras, 
Faraz Patel wants to meet the person that runs his fan page. So she was there too. Find so she was there too. And I knew who she was because I'd had a chat with her on Facebook. Like I had done an Instagram live with her. And so I called Shilpa up and she comes running down the hill, um, <laughs> to, you know, to get on the cart with us to go. Yeah. And, um, and the beautiful thing about her was that she actually had been sent a VIP directly, I think, from one of Taraz's people. And she never saw the email. So she didn't know that she was a VIP until the moment oh, that I told oh, her. Oh, man. Wow. So she was very, so, yeah, very thrilling for her too. Doing that. Yeah, know, well, he and Taraz are very close. And um, he actually told me after the meetup with us that with Onala and I and Shilpa that how much he and Paraz and I think we got to meet Joey Bahari and yes. Jordan Ross and um, a couple of Yoshi. the others and of course Jonathan Yoshi that they were Yoshi all was there. thrilled about and they were Yoshi very so they to thank me for yeah they were he so messaged, nice all of them he, yeah yeah he messaged me to thank me for the biscuits and he said how wonderful everyone like they enjoyed the, yeah. the biscuits yeah. Um, I could talk and, to you um, ladies all day. Listen, we're running out of time, unfortunately. So I want to find yes. out what you're going to do going forward because you've got 50,000 people following this page now. And then also, what's your mantra? Because we only got about five minutes left, right? Thank you, guys. We'll have to do a number two for this. So tell me about uh, what you plan on doing next and also what your mantra is. For now, we continue to do what we're doing. It's uh, like I said, it's it's a faith based prayer community. The the prayer still can will continue. So we have fifty one thousand on Facebook and thirty thousand on Instagram. So that's the main goal to continue to pray live for Jonathan and for all the members, and uh, hopefully um, also have some of the chosen cast on for an interview. Hopefully, Atticus could be one of them. I know George will. Yeah, George will be back on. Alice Safi, I had him twice already. Uh, George, he's like family. He's like, he yeah, has he already come, been he like three times. He comes yeah. on and he kind of takes over the, the conversation a little bit, like in a nice and way. Yeah, like he's entertaining. I would yeah. love, I would also love to talk to V Benavente, yeah, uh, the actress who plays Mother Mary, because I think she's phenomenal. Vanessa. She's doing such a great job. Yeah, she's Vanessa. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I hope that maybe Jonathan might be able to come back for an interview, but we'll see. And then yeah. He will I be difficult. Also, he will be difficult to get. He's going to be difficult yeah. to get. You should get um, Dallas so, and Taylor and Ryan and see if you can get anything out of them. Dallas Jenkins. Tyler, Tyler came on the page once when oh, George yeah. was on. Okay, great. Tyler has come. They were talking about yeah. some lost socks in the dryer yeah, yeah. somehow Jonathan, George stuck and up in Tyler's yeah. suitcase or something like that. It was like such it was funny. Um one of the things I'll say is that one of the things that Onala did uh, I can't remember how long ago we did it though now when we got Concha and Sharon coming to join us. But we extended an invitation for people who wanted to come and lead prayer on mm-hmm. the page. We had a few people and then it came down to the two these two ladies yeah. are joined. So very slowly but surely growing the number of other people mm-hmm. who may want to come and lead prayer. On right, the, that's on always the open. That's always yeah. open if there are but, new people uh, who would like to lead. Um, not, we usually, yeah, we usually like to get to know them a little bit before. Yeah. yeah. Send them, them on their own pray to with pray. Us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, pray, we pray with them. We get to know them. 
we, we also we also want to see how serious they are in um, yeah. in uh, in becoming a prayer leader and uh, it's a yeah. commitment because it's a commitment it's not just like as a one-off you know yeah, so we tell them to come in pray with us and, yeah you know it's a ministry for you guys just like mm-hmm. there's a ministry for what they're doing in their act some of them like like Dallas always says he doesn't ask them what faith or anything they are he just brings them into the set like all the other people who are involved in making it he doesn't say that they have to meet a certain threshold but that's the beauty of this because we just right. show by example of who we are jonathan or somebody else just shows their commitment and loyalty like i love elizabeth we just said we just shared her testimony and how she was very uh, down low when she first started this and she was uncertain of where she was going to go and now she's since gotten married and it's just returned to her I know. faith become more important so this is a wonderful vehicle for so many people. And this is your ministry as well. So we were all dovetailing off the message of the chosen, which is a beautiful thing. So tell uh-huh. me about your mantras. Anusha, you first. Tell me your mantras. Well, I say, uh, what, what do you mean? In terms of what I say when I pray? Or what, yeah, well, what, what, what is your belief system in life? What is What do you focus on to certain elements? Um, I would say being sure. present in the present moment at all times and nice. having heaven on the horizon. I love that. Having heaven on the horizon. Nice. Uh Beautiful. What's yours? Mine is detachment from the world and we are stronger united. That's precious. So many people lose sight of the importance of being together and building yourself up as well. Yeah, it's like Christians tearing down other Christians when we instead should stick together. So... Ladies, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I'm going to seriously have to consider doing this again. Maybe next year when season four starts, we can we can do a preview for the next season coming up. How's that? <laughs> that sounds good. This there we great. go. Well, thanks so much. Thanks for your time, Regina. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks once again to Ornilla and Anusha. Such lovely ladies. So much fun to talk to them. I had such a wonderful time. I hope you enjoyed listening to it and getting to know the women behind the Jonathan Rumi fan page on Facebook. So next time on the chosen edition of the Will Within podcast, we're going to be talking to David Ives. He is the brother of Daryl, who is the producer slash, I believe, CEO or president of the Chosen LLC. So it's a great conversation He's had tremendous adversity, and he's overcome so much. What an inspiration. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. And remember, if you would be interested in chatting with me about your situation and how The Chosen has affected you and how you find inspiration or hope or will or even perseverance to get through what you're going through, please feel free to contact me at the Will Within Podcast at gmail.com. That's Will Within Podcast at gmail.com so until next week my will within the chosen edition family be blessed